Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Today we are celebrating All Saints Day. The actual feast day was on Friday, November 1st, and it's one of the principal feast days in our Anglican tradition. And if you're curious, they're on page 15 on the Book of Common Prayer, if you want to see what the other ones are. But actually, there is a lot going on this weekend with special feast days. So let's, let's start with Thursday, which was Halloween. Some of us may have walked the streets to receive candy from neighbors as we dressed in costume. Well, at least our children and grandchildren probably did. I don't know if we did. But, but besides the commercial side of the day, and it is that the second biggest commercial holiday for the USA besides right behind Christmas, it is a day of importance in the church. It's not just the evil satanic day that many portray it to be, but in the pagan world, that is the religious practices held outside the developed cities of the ancient day, especially in Northern Europe, before the eighth century, the day was a festival, a harvest festival, festival with bonfires and food and apples and pumpkins and such. The fruit of the labors of the people during the summer had been harvested, and many of the pagan worshipers honored the Lord of Death with all kinds of morbid rituals. As the trees were becoming bare, the snow was almost upon the world, the summer was over, and the land was turning brown and drab. Well, it was in the 8th century that the church appointed a special date for the Feast of All Saints, followed by the Feast of All Souls. November 1st was chosen, and Halloween was born. Halloween comes from the older English meaning, All Hallows' Even, which means the Eve of All Saints' Day. Words often evolve over time, which is why we now call the day Halloween. We often do this with our words, such as the word goodbye. It comes from the older English, meaning God be with you. Don't tell everybody that, they'll get mad. Halloween was a time to have a vigil, to prepare with celebration for the day we remember all the saints that have come before. And many of the traditions and customs we have on Halloween, such as parties and jack-o'-lanterns and the giving and receiving of candy, come from the Christian tradition, not the pagan celebration. Of course, through time, it has been blended with Western commercialization and some of the pagan customs. And we have what we have today, known as Halloween. You can decide to participate on your own or not. And then after this time of preparation on All Hallows' Eve came the feast and celebration of All Saints' Day, a day to remember and honor our saintly heroes, to follow their godly living, to follow them on the heavenly road as we prayed in our collect this morning. Give us grace so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living that we may come to those ineffable joys that you have prepared for those who truly love you. All Saints Day reminds us of the many who walked the way of Jesus Christ. Now we understand the word saint in two different ways. First, referring to people of heroic sanctity who we revere throughout our history. That is on All Saints Day, we recognize those. And a second way we understand the word saint is referring to all members of the Christian community. This is the way the, the Bible uses the term. 
of which we have another day that refers to this second term, and that is All Souls Day, which in our Anglican heritage, its proper name is called All Faithful Departed. This day was yesterday, and is a day we remember our family members and friends that have gone before us, a day when we recognize that all faithful Christians are saints of God. These people are our people for their good and for their bad, and I believe they are watching us, cheering us on, as may be suggested in Hebrews chapter 12. Our people, all the saints, all the faithfully departed are our legacy. They brought us the tradition to us, to this day, to this moment we're at now. And they accomplished great things for the kingdom of God, and many suffered great tribulation. Our Bishop Gregory Brewer reminded us of this on Friday when he took to social media saying regarding All Saints Day, he said, Others suffered mocking and flogging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned to death, they were sawed in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goat, destitute, persecuted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. All Saints Day is about all the saints. It is a day we celebrate because God is working all things toward his purposes, as we heard in our second reading today from Ephesians. With the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe, according to the working of his great power. And St. Paul goes on, that power was made manifest in the person of Jesus Christ. As St. Paul writes, God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but in the age to come. All saints, when we remember who came before, the saints such as St. Edward, St. Irenaeus, St. Augustine, and those that we lost just this year, Father Bob and Lois Murray, to name two people who shaped our parish, they are now alive with Christ in the heavens. And that is also our hope. As we talked about last week, we await with longing expectation the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. And one day, we will be reunited in the presence of Jesus Christ, and we will magnify and worship God in the throne room of heaven, celebrating the goodness, the justice, and the love of God as we usher King Jesus to the new heavens and the new earth. And we carry on this tradition, this expectation, looking forward to that moment. Both feast days point toward our future glory with Jesus Christ. And yet, in spite of all of this, Many of us struggle in our relationships with our brothers and sisters in Christ in the here and now. We might be spending eternity together, but I can't believe they would post that on social media. We might look at other Christian traditions with suspicion. And not just other traditions, what about our own tradition? Why can't we be a more conservative church? Or why can't we be more of a liberal church? We might avoid people at church because of their political opinions. 
if our conversations are more like talking points from CNN or Fox News, we are failing to live into the promise and expectation of All Saints Day. We are looking into, looking forward to something so much greater. We should do our political duty for sure, be active. But our hope is not in politics. If we get offended by someone else's political viewpoint, especially as we get ready to head in the year 2020, do we hold their political viewpoint against them to the point where we look at them different, treat them different as outsiders? What does that say about all the saints? Does our social media say more about politics than it does grace? Do we judge people based on their political views? Does our opinion of someone's politics mean that we don't really need to love them as our neighbor, as ourself? Frankly, I am less concerned about your political opinions and more interested in your prayer life. I want to know more about how you read sacred, holy scripture. I want to know more about how you are in communion with the saints. As we affirm and confess in the Apostles' Creed, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. All the petty arguments which we want to believe are so important in this world should be set aside when it comes to loving Christ through obedience and loving our neighbor through service. All Saints Day encourages us to do that very thing, to put aside the things that hold us back from God and his church. The Hebrews author wrote these words, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, there's all the saints, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. With All Saints Day, we are reminded that we are a part of something bigger than just this present day. With All Saints Day, we learn that no one has it all together. With All Saints Day, we realize that we are broken and in need of a savior. And with All Saints Day, we discover with the saints that have gone before us that the savior we need is Jesus Christ, who humbled himself on the cross, enduring the cross, being despised by society, by giving himself up for us so that through the forgiveness of our sins by faith through God's love and grace and mercy, we may have life and have it to the full. We believe that on the third day, Jesus rose again, and we believe that he ascended into heaven and that he is seated at the right hand of the Father. And we believe that he will come in glory to judge the living and that God is coming to make things right. That's the perspective I want. That's the viewpoint. That's how I want to live out the communion of the saints. 
This is our celebration of All Saints Day. It is a Eucharistic feast, a time of worship where we all come together, we gather together to drink from the same cup. May we remember those who have gone before and as we follow their godly examples, may we look forward to that day, that day when Christ returns and we will be gathered together, worshiping together the one true King, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.